This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. My God, welcome back to the Ajma Show. Thank you so much for coming back. We love you guys. It's a hard day, hard week, I know. But hey, we're in your earphones, we're in your car, we're on your radio, wherever you're listening to us. We're happy to be here. And thank you so much for being and here. And I'm Unji Kim. We didn't forget to do that. I'm Unji Kim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't think I even introduced myself, but you know who we are. Um, you all, who, who also knows who we are is Sora Ya. Uh, thank you for... Leaving a review for us, Soraya. We're just going to get quick into this is such a short review and it sums everything up. She left it or they left it August 11th, 2020. They say, This is it. <laughs> Anni, Opa, you two are amazing. Iliasm heart. Oh, Iliasm heart to you too, Soraya. I love, Thank I you love so much Sora. For Sora, Sora is such a pretty name. Sora is such a pretty name. Yeah. It's also a like um, a shell or something mm-hmm. like a sea creature. I believe. Uh, Sora. Okay. Oh, the way Beautiful. you said it made it sound nice. Sora. 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 I don't know if every, maybe it's just because every single Sora I've ever known has been very tall. Okay. Do you know any short Soras? Sound off in the comments. I only know short Soras. Really? I don't, I don't know. I barely know tall women, so that's great for you. <laughs> okay, like let's you. <laughs> When Let's get say, into it. When you say short, do you mean five, five? Five, five is tall for me. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. My experience, average height for an Asian woman that I know is five, three, five, four. And then if you're five, two and under, that's still not considered short. That's like average Yeah. And then if you're under five foot, it's like, okay, you're a short Korean woman. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. now, but nowadays I'm short even in Korea. What are you, 5'1"? No, I'm, thank you. I, I present as 5'1". I am actually 5'0", uh-huh. five, five, zero, five foot. Flat. You're 5'0 five, flat. Yes. Wow, you, but you have 5'1 energy. Thank you. I usually have 5'3 yeah. energy. What the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> it's been a rough week for all of us. <laughs> We're all feeling cut down. You've been beaten down to 5'1". <laughs> Um, and also just, um, we also have the, just as another reminder about the Patreon. Um, thank you. We see you new, new Patreon members. Uh, yeah, we got some new ones. Hiting. Yeah. Thank you so much. New Patreon members. That just, that just brought me back up to a five, two. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you're, you're at the confidence of a five foot zero man. How about that? <laughs> I mean, it's been an intense I mean, you know, I can, we've talked about this a couple of times during quarantine and we haven't really talked about it because I think so much of our lives is now, this is the new normal, the same way that we mm-hmm. talked about, we were so outraged even post 2016 election, this sort of, we tar- yeah. started talking about another new normal. Um, and, you know, I will say this. So I get Botox, right? I get Botox and... <laughs> Finally, tell everyone. That he, I need everyone to know that you're getting Botox. People keep asking me, "What's no, happening?" No, so I no, get Botox, no. and I, I'm only saying this because of this new normal stuff. Mm. I, you know, with the given news, I mean, there's there are sometimes news cycles that reach a particularly fever pitch, 
and bad new bad feelingness that you do kind yeah. of it does seem to feel distinct from the hellscape that is the rest of quarantine right um, yeah, new level of hell. New level, like you know, it's like yeah. when you, uh, as a Mario, when you go, like you know, you get to go to a new yeah, world. Yeah. That's, that's where I feel like sometimes yeah. the new cycle takes us. So I, I've been getting Botox specifically for my TMJ because I grind so much and like I get persistent headaches and right. migraines. And I went uh, six weeks after my last Botox appointment. Their Botox shots are supposed to last three months. And what I started? You ground the Botox out. I my headaches were so debilitating. Like I, my husband thought I was. Oh my god! I, my husband asked me. My husband never asked me this. My husband actually asked me if I was having my period because I was being such a bitch <laughs> to him. That's how bad these headaches were. Okay. Also, what kind of question is that? Uh, is that something where if if you are having your period, he could be like. Oh, okay. Finally, a reason for my wife being a fucking bitch. He just—he wanted some sort of explanation. You know, it's the same reason why um, indigenous peoples attributed a god that brought rain. They needed an explanation. You know, they just needed some yeah. reason why this was happening to them. It can't be. Yeah, it can't be. It can't be the world right. or. I mean, it's a very the, the god be crazy situation, and right. um, he never asked something like this. He knows better. Yeah. He does very much know yeah. better because this is a women be He's shopping. Smart. Yeah, this is a women be shopping yeah. type of situation. Yes. And he knows better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it was so it's four weeks out that I my headaches and my TMJ got so bad again that mm. I waited two weeks. I was just like, I couldn't believe that this was what was happening. Like I might I'm talking about like my temple and my head was tender to the touch. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, like that. That's how hard I'm clenching all, all day. Ooh. Ooh. And so I go. Because of the stress. Because you're all inundated. I, I, so I go in and I'm like, I mean, I know that I'm a pretty anxious person already, default. Okay. Mm. I, I see that point, bitch. I get it. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not denying it. But this was crazy. So I go back in and I talk to her. And the, and the nurse literally looked at me and she's like, you are. Mm. Not unusual. All of my oh. patients, all of my Botox patients have been metabolizing their Botox at an accelerated oh. rate. <gasps> it has to be because of the increase in cortisol levels in everybody's bodies. And cortisol breaks down Botox? And it, yeah. And it, like you just start to you process it, right? Like it melts you, it away. melts it away. Like if you're like actually oh. using it, that muscle over and over and over again. Even though yeah. it's paralyzed it, but you're sending that energy, the cortisol and all that stuff, it's happening. It's, mm. me, it's metabolizing. All of this stuff is being, it's, I think the, it actually is metabolized by your body. And so she was like, things are being so absolutely accelerated and it's because of this default level of anxiety. I mean, I, was, mm. I always had a, a social distance hang and my friend was like, I feel okay. You know, I don't have children. Mm. I have a job. And like, I get along with my significant other. <laughs> And I was like, is yeah. that, she's like, I feel really lucky. And I feel like I'm doing okay. And then there's this moment mm. and there's this speech like, but I'm not sleeping. And Start I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sleeping. And I um, have, I have persistent headaches. And I'm like, yeah. I walk around in a virtual light nightmare. Yeah. And I can't sleep. 
Um, I that is so funny. Even the people who have great lives with no outside stressors are stressed. So how stressed can you be? Is this now? Let me ask you this: Was this woman of white descent? Yes. And all, See? I mean, and all even white women. Yes. Even white women. I mean, and if if a white yes. woman's troubled, bitch, I'm done. And is that a regular white woman? <laughs> this is rich one. Rich one. Oh my god! If a rich white woman is troubled, we didn't. Done. That's it. We're done. We're done. How could we compete? Yeah. <laughs> We're both ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Burkishin yeah. because I'm I'm drowned. Yeah. I'm in a fucking well. <laughs> Clawing my way I, out of the like, fucking. My hair brick. is in front of my. That's truly. I let me just say, mm. Korean witches. Witches are the scariest witches. Korean witches or Korean ghosts. Ghosts. Korean like, witch. Korean ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Korean ghosts are the scariest. Yes. They are, they are driven by a, a sense of uh, righteous vengeance. Yes, it's always vengeance. They have vengeance. been wronged. Yes. It's always vengeance. They've been wronged. And it's Some man the, did them well. Kimuri, like, it's something about the long hair in front of your face that is so yeah. scary. So scary. It's like one step before looking at the actual face. because And now you're left with only your imagination of what that face could look like. Like I still have that's wow. that's my that, those are my nightmares. Like I don't have regular, you know, have some people have spooky ghosts in their dreams or whatever. I don't have, yeah. I never have zombies. I never have anything that it's always like a murgi sheen like that. Oh yeah, you're probably traumatized by an early story yes. or, or or like you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I used to tell like Korean Korean ghost stories to church kids all the time to try to scare them. And were you good and, at it? Oh, of course. These kids were peeing in their pants. <laughs> I was like, wait, I have a skill. I need to get out of this church. They're like, you should become a pastor. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm going to make less money doing comedy. I prefer to make less co- money doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, speaking of dreams, last night um, I was having a dream. Uh, I guess it was a nightmare of me and Eric running away from this kid, this weird kid. Not a child, but like someone in their 20s. Um, that's not a kid. That's a young. Yeah, man. to me, it's a kid. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a guy pre-college. Oh, it's, pre-college. It, you know. So he's like he's in his late teens. He took a gap year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's Australian. He a, okay. Yes. Yes. He's wearing Vans and a backwards flat rim. Okay, okay. Brim hat. So this kind of energy, this aggro, like Hollister America energy, Taurus. was that's like Taurus to me. <laughs> Taurus. Yeah. Tor- or Taurus. Taurus. Yeah. A Taurus, the sign. Yes, yes, the bull. Very Taurus energy following us, which is weird because I'm a Taurus rising. So maybe that has something to do with my subconscious. But anyway, we were running away from him and I was like, Eric, hurry up. And I'm like trying to like make him like catch up to me but eric's like lagging behind and i can't help him and then i wake up out of it and then i turn over and he's sleeping obviously just normal and i know this doesn't make sense but there's a part of me when i'm dreaming that intensely Mm -hmm. with someone else i expect you to be also be aware of this dream And I get mad subsequently when you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You were there so with me, this, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why aren't you running? And he was like, what? I'm like, why didn't you run? We almost got caught. What the fuck? And he was like, 
you're having a dream. I'm like, I know, but you, you, you were there. And he was like, okay. And I was like, but you didn't, you didn't see that. And the whole time there's a part of my brain that goes, stop annoying him. What are you doing? You know, he didn't see that, but there's a more reptilian version of me that needs to, this to be true because it was so vividly real just moments ago. And the only thing different is that I am awake. It was like or that quote, kind of a awake. vivid dream. So vivid. Like, I could draw you what the kid looks like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was one of those. And anyway, I woke up with that frightening experience. And I, I guess I need to really stop doing this because ever since I was young, when I have bad dreams, I um, torment others about it. Especially when, like, my. I, you're I used you're to like someone like that, that I want to tell died. you about my dream kind of person? Uh, yeah, but like walk into your room immediately being like, you were dying. I would like tell my mom, oh, my chugasa. <laughs> she'd be like, get. <laughs> I would come in as a child, like, they killed you, mom. And she's like, I'm fine. You're freaking me out. Um. <laughs> And I've transferred that to my um, partner now, and he must be so fucking annoyed. But yeah. Anyway, I have I've been having some wild, vivid dreams. Yeah, we're under a lot of fucking stress. We are. I mean, the dreams thing has been. I mean, especially since have your dreams because I remember talking. Remember us talking about how vivid our dreams have become during the early days of quarantine. Mm -hmm. Like they were so vivid and there was like all these like psychological explanations for why we're because it was kind of a phenomenon that was happening across the board with Mm. a lot of people. And I think for me, it particularly like it's kind of dissipated, but I have do Mm. occasionally get still very hyper realistic. The very sexual ones have dissipated, but I do. But I do still get the frequency with these kinds of with these dreams has increased, certainly, but I don't have them that all. I don't have them all the time. I'm having, I've been having, um, stress dreams. I think I've been stressed out the entire quarantine at first because of quarantine and then uh, you get used to it and then it just becomes work stress. Yes. And now it's like election stress. I just need this year, 2020 to be good. Yes. Just like, you know, and I want to just throw it out and just start one, one, 21. You know, like do the sebeton, yes. like do the whole thing, tokuk, have a celebration of newness, a new year. I know it was Rosh Hashanah. It's a new, we just talked about new moon manifestations last yes. week. By the way, I, I, I guess like that sense of renewal can happen anytime for you, really. But this new moon time, we talked about manifesting. Mm-hmm. And I've come to this thing that I'm calling the year of H. H? H. Why H? And here's why. Here's why. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I've been meditating a lot as well. I've been trying to, to <laughs> stay, stay meditating. No, it's, uh, the H is because the, um, my friend who is a fancy gay, you know, um, hot, hot witchy type, but, but like not annoying. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yes. But also that savage, is that is a very fancy. that is a very LA yes. type. The way you're <laughs> yes. like a hot witchy type and the fact that I knew who you what you were talking yes. about, that's very LA. Draped. Though. Yes. Always draped. Yes. Yeah. Perfectly toned. I, I tan, yes. Latinx gay. Yes. You know what I mean? Like just very I got it. It's it's caftan, open robes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, like a semblance of abs. 
Mm-hmm. But nothing and, obnoxious. And a little graying on the temples. Yes. yes. Nothing yes, obnoxious exactly. because you want nothing his, obnoxious. His body tells you that he cares about his body, but he's not obsessed with his body. Exactly. <laughs> yes. He has a healthy relationship with his temple. Because he's actually very spiritual. That's the next part of that. He is very spiritual, <laughs> and the body is just a casing exactly. to carry the spirit around. Yes. <laughs> Um, so anyway, he was telling me, my friend was about, um, sex witching and, um, have you I heard of this? Was, I wish we were recording this cause my eyes literally <laughs> like lit up. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> what it is, uh, apparently what I'm told is that, you know, as you meditate, as you visualize, mm-hmm. as you do whatever to like form your you know, manifest energy or your energy that you're putting out. It's like same thing as kido and prayer. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like Christians do. Yeah, yeah. You kido for it and then you you your body starts taking steps towards that kido, right? So sure. same fucking thing. It's like the secret. Anyway, so it's a secret. It's yeah, yeah it's vision boards, yeah. all that. Manifesting. So dreaming out loud. All connected. But he was saying how like because you're focusing energy on something that a great time to focus energy on something is um, during the peak of orgasm because your energy is already heightened and focused. Uh So you could laser it towards something as opposed to it just being dissipating into the ether as you release orgasm. Okay. Does that track? Yes. So what he was saying is you can't really just like, start meditating and thinking about stuff mid-orgasm because you, it's hard to do yes. that. So what he's <clears throat> suggested was create a totem or a picture or an iconography or something. A le- for me, the letter H. Why? Because it represents the thing I want, which was house. Right? Okay. So I've been talking about house hunting. I've been talking about house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, it could be just a picture of the house, image of the house. Yes. But I tried that at first. And, you know, as your brain fills in every terracotta shingle, like, it's just, like, hard to <laughs> create the image fully <laughs> of the house <laughs> mid-orgasm. It just, like, takes you out. Yes, but, that's like, what I mean. Letter- you, that actively takes you away from orgasm. Right. So what you're trying to do is to meld the orgasm experience with the icon so the icon becomes part of the lexicon of orgasm, right? So that H is what what I'm envisioning in my head as I orgasm. So you're going to start coming about real estate? (laughs) Not just real estate. (laughs) I'm I'm coming because I want to come. Right. But now I'm coming... And also using that time of heightened energy towards the letter H, which for me uh-huh. equals house. And then I was thinking during, mo- so this was before. I, I was doing that a little before the new moon. Okay. And then the new moon was coming up and I was like, well, I need to, and I was reading a lot of articles about like how to set your intentions clear, how to reach the emotion. We were talking about yes. this, like thought and emotion colliding and all that. So I started writing down on the new moon, on the meditation house, and I started to writing down like safety, you know, stability, yeah. you know, like rootedness, earthy, you know, groundedness or whatever, that kind of feeling that I need from a house. Yes. And then the next thing, next thing I wanted, I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to keep going, I, you know, I want to look at my health and I want, why do I need good health? Because I want to feel strong. I want to feel in control. I don't want to feel out of control of my body. And then I saw two H's and I was like, hold on. 
I think I can make a whole intentions list of just H's. <laughs> so I went down uh-huh. from house to health to heart. Mm-hmm. heart Hawaii. Health. What about Hawaii? Hawaii? Now, Hawaii is not actual Hawaii, but Hawaii is, for me, the feeling of... Hawaii of the mind. Re- rest. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're taking <laughs> a luau, <laughs> a whole pig roast in the brain. A sense of like complete um, relaxation, an active relaxation. You know when you go on vacation, but you're still on your computer because you're like, oh, I'm on call? Yes. That's not vacation. I'm talking about actual mind rest vacation. Okay. Right? Yeah. So Hawaii. Honor, which is what I think of as maybe the better version of pride. Okay. You know? Uh, Honesty. And this is a huge thing for me. To be honest and not, and really start telling the truth. Yeah. As opposed to... um, serving up a lie to to avoid trouble i'd rather get into trouble with honesty than get out of trouble with lies going back to the honor thing though what are you are you trying to bring honor to something are you trying to live honorably? my own honor yes yes live honorably live honorably okay Uh, uh, yeah i have a sense of pride and honor in in my in everything i do okay um and you know that 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 kind of dovetails with like self-confidence and all that um, eight is hope. This is really important for me. Eight, uh, no, sorry. Seven is husband. Oh. And husband means more of like, hey, stop thinking about your fucking self in this relationship. Right. And start thinking of the other person and ergo their emotions. Yes. So that's husband. Something I've been struggling with. Eight <laughs> is hope. Yes. This is something very important right now. Um, it's a choice, especially after the RBG announcement Oof. with the news today with Rihanna Taylor, which we'll get to later. It, I, the world is a succubus for hope and I need to be able to self-generate it. Yes, you have to be, you cannot be a succubus. You cannot be a Lilith. You have to be, you know. And, and a it, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like and so funny nine, sometimes when we throw around these Bible stuff. It's like I always yeah. forget that you can't catch. Like, this. how do you know? Yeah, exactly. It's fun. I always forget that you can catch this stuff, and you're always shocked to yeah. know that I'm throwing them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there she goes again talking about demons. Yeah, <laughs> that female demon. Yeah. Nine. I only have to add nine is Hollywood, and Hollywood for me really is work. Yes. It's where I am now. If I was in law, I would say, um, I don't know, something else. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do H. But anyway, Hollywood for me is uh, concentrate on the work. Right now, there's a lot of work happening that I feel completely sometimes very insecure about my place in it, you know, my imposter syndrome. Um, so that's something I want to concentrate on is that it is work. Yes. And it is not ego or name or, you know, fame or anything like that. It's work. And then 10 is a secret age. It's my TM mantra. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I could tell you. You could look it up. But it's, it's the mantra that I say okay. in TM. So that's just like all my H's. It's a year of H. And I'm sex switching with the letter H. So like, so when you come. Yeah. You're just, you're imbibing the, 
the the you're imbibing the energy and vibes of the letter H. No, I am directing the cum <laughs> towards, towards H. H. Yes, it's an outwards. It's a. It's truly an outward pouring of energy. So when you come <laughs> you're thinking of the letter h and the i'm not thinking i'm seeing. seeing yeah and you're you're jizzing onto h yes i'm jizzing onto around through h <laughs> so not as a target as something that you come through so like I don't, I don't even know what it is to like think about something as you come. When you're coming? Yeah. I've never done it before now. Has, has it been, is it easy, hard? Give me difficulty. It's rating. very, it's rating. very easy to forget to do it. Yeah. <laughs> because you're like, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. And then when you're, that's why it's sex witching because it's so hard to be present enough in the come. Yeah, you got to be a to, fucking wish to be able to do this. All right. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's why it's practice. But Peter, you are a witch. So you really... <laughs> you are a witch. I'm Give a, it a I'm try. A... Give it a try. I bet you can do it. You just need a little focus and just, re, you know, remind yourself that you're trying something new and it's okay to fail. Okay. I mean, what, can I ask when you got here, when you wrote this down, is this a part of yeah. your morning pages? No, it was the night of the new moon. And you were, you were doing your little spells. <laughs> you were doing some spells. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I lit a candle. Uh-huh. I lit some Palo Santo. Uh-huh. And I sat outside under the black moon or the dark moon. Uh-huh. And I wrote down the things that I want in my life. And then under that, I explained or justified emotionally what that means so i started with the material and then i backed up into the emotional how often how many times a week do you think that you Mm. devote an evening to (laughs) being witchy not just being witchy but like self-reflection like in this like very conservative way in this very concerted way Oh, like this much? Yes. I only, I don't do. I only do when it's like ritualistic time. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. It's kind of like how the Jews do Rosh Hashanah. You do an atonement. You fucking take a fucking thing of your year. What do With I young, need to do yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that Yom Kippur? Yeah. What's young, What's Rosh Hashanah? That's the New Year. That was. That's the New Year. Yes. Okay. So what's happening during that? So in the time between these two is when there's like this book of life and a book Mm. of record that's supposed to be kept. So like. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so So it's a self-examination. It's a concerted effort towards. Newness. And now the past year. So it's all this reflection. And then you. Self-reflection. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. It's the same thing. It's just done without all the archaic you know, uh, Talmud, you know, like <laughs> fucking Jewish law stuff, you know, it's yeah, yeah. more witchy, like self intuitive, you know, it's the same thing you're doing. You're just giving it a different set of fucking, I don't know. But you do, but you numbers. do it. Like you live 
I feel like you are someone that lives and examines your life with a great deal of intention. Much yeah, more. we both do. We're both uh, comics. That's what we do, I think, <laughs> right? Or artists or anything in, in the arts. Like we're trying to, we're navel gazing. We're looking inwards and going, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Yes. Why is this thing not working well? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's looking under the hood. I don't understand how people don't look under the hood. I guess some people are just not built that way. Some people are just built to just chug. Yes. And I would, I would chug, argue chug, that there's chug. a lot of comics that are like that too. Mm. You know, that, yeah. that don't like, aren't really doing that sort of work. They're doing If you're rest. worth anything, you're doing work. If you're, if you're worth producing anything, you have to be doing work. Either you're observing the world or you're observing yourself. You know, can I tell you, I did... Um, I was doing my typical run without a shirt and (laughs) and it was kind of cold. We all self-reflect differently. (laughs) It was was, was actually kind of cold, not appropriate. Uh I was not dressed. It made no no sense. I wasn't running that far or that hard. So there was no reason why. You were walking. I was walking and I had my shirt off and it was like chilly. Most people were wearing jackets and it was clear that I had, I was not working that hard. I was not sweating. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just stripping. Stripping, yeah. On the sidewalk. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because I, I started off the run normally dressed and was realizing this was not good enough. Gotcha. And took off gotcha. my shirt for, <laughs> for no external reason. So here's the question, though. Did it work? Yes. It did work. There you go. That's why. But, if it doesn't see that you're getting you're getting um, the instant feedback that you need. Yes, I get the three hey mommies I, that I needed, <laughs> and I turned around and I went home. That was I was like, that's it. I, that is exactly what I was needed. Thank you very much. Yeah. But <laughs> but the thing is, I was on this I was on this run, and I didn't have headphones. I didn't. Mm. It like they cut out, and there was you know I, it went, this run was a little longer than anticipated, so I had nothing. I had no, I had nothing coming into me. I was consuming nothing and I was just moving. It was the most meditative and closest mm. to me really having some time mm. to freely think that I've had in a long time. And I've decided that I'm, that's something I'm really going to try to do once a week. Just nothing. Have nothing in your ears. Be consuming nothing. Yeah. I don't do that that much. For how long? I did it for like an hour. An hour? Yeah. That's great. An hour? Yeah. That's luxury. I would say 45 minutes, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was out for it's... like an hour, yeah. Wow. I mean, that it was luxury. That must have felt so good. But I mean, it, but it's did only it feel by... cleansing? Huh? Yes. It was incredibly cleansing. I came back with like three new premises for like cool. a set that I may have someday. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I, but you know, you're just like the things that come to you organically, these like little snippets, these like small, you know what I'm talking about? Just like, what about this thing? Or isn't this crazy? Like, yeah. Things that become like just clear to you as sometimes when I'm trying, when I'm writing or when I'm trying to be creative, I, I, there's like this film, this Vaseline, mm-hmm. this like gray, dark, like jelly. That's, I see the idea, but it's so opaque. I yes. can't look through this Vaseline. Yes. And when you do this kind of self-reflection, it becomes crystal clear and you're like, Oh, 
It's right there. It's because you it's get to like hold you, it. You it, get to hold it. You're not just looking at yeah. it. You're holding it. You get to touch it. You get to yes. feel it. Taste it and smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was truly the lack of content in. And I think all of us yeah. are sort of guilty of it inside of quarantine because we need something to be yeah. coming in. I mean, we're making something. Look at what we're doing now. We're This is content for someone's ears. You could, you know what? Pause this right now and take 45 minutes and do nothing. <laughs> and then come back to listen to this and truly ask yourself, was this worth listening to? <laughs> <laughs> Peter! <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, Okay. All right, welcome back. Um, <laughs> I hope you did take that break for 45 minutes. Now we're going to talk about some shit, some real shit. And you can now approach this with a little bit of a clearer mind because this is some real shit going on. And we're just going to go through, through these topics. There's a lot of stuff going on. Man, this really made me sad. This news about um, this Korean lady in um, Orange County in Newport Beach, I believe. She's like a YouTuber. Is- She's a YouTuber. YouTuber mm-hmm. Sophia Chang, mm-hmm. she has, she's also you know on the Instagram yeah, yeah. all that, eight hundred forty nine thousand subs. Mm-hmm. That's huge, almost a million subs yeah. for a individual Korean lady mm-hmm. doing beauty and lifestyle blogging. I know Come on, this, this I know is like this one of my yeah. characters is based on her. Yeah, yeah. I know who not, this bitch not is. Not her, but like yes. yeah, exactly. Yes. She does ASMR facials. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. I've watched these. Yeah, yeah. I know who this bitch is. You do? Oh, you know? You actually know who this is? Yes, I'm saying. I'm telling. I'm oh. telling you. I'm like deep in this. Oh, I thought you meant like. Like in general, you're like, I know this girl. No, no, no. This I know who this bitch is. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So Sophia Chang, she's out with her sister. I think her name is Robin. They're at Blue Water Grill, this nice restaurant in Newport Beach. Yes. All of a sudden, this fucking stupid, white, old, fat fuck. Yes. No, no I'm not trying to fat shame, but he was fat. Okay? On top There's of being no fucking shame. racist. There's no shame to that, but... I'm just saying he was fat. fucking fat. Yes. And he goes up to this beautiful Korean lady and her sister and says, hey, go back to Wuhan. Insane. While they're eating. They're, they're ordering at Blue Water Grill. This is a fucking expensive restaurant. Mm-hmm. They probably ordered a, a, a dozen oysters for $26. Yes. And then all of a sudden this has to happen? And then she responded, hey, what the fuck, man? We're not Chinese. I don't speak. Uh, uh, we're, why are you saying that? Yeah. And then he goes, uh, I don't speak Chinese. Yeah. I mean, this video the, is, the, the footage is insane. Insane. This, the level of stupidity that, that surrounds this type of action is baffling. We are supposed to be large-brained mammals, uh, uh, descendants of hominids. We use tools and opposable thumbs. Yeah. We have uh, abstract thought. We've... 
we've posited that we're in a simulation. Like, what is going on? How could you say something like this? Like, how could humanity be this different? Where we have someone like Da Vinci or Michelangelo that told us that he saw Michael, he saw David mm -hmm. in a block of marble, and he just had to chip away what was not. We go from that to go back to Wuhan. I know. Like, how could this be the same species? I don't get it. We there's too many of us. I think that is, that is the thing. There's too I mean, many of very, us around. There was also this late in quarantine. Like, this is like it was. It's like, September. I know. Like we've been living. I mean, did his news stop seven months ago? Like, did he wake up? Did he have COVID? And did he wake up off of the ventilator? No, this guy, if he had COVID, he would be dead. Yes, he 100%. would. 100%. Yeah, be dead. And I'm only saying that based on his jowls. His jowls, and yes, he, yes. That's, that's yeah. like, those are the rings on a tree on white, for white people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he waddles back over after he fucking says this awful shit to these two women who are just enjoying their brunch. Yes. Walks over to his shit wife who doesn't take her fucking sunglasses on. She looks like she had cataract surgery. Mm -hmm. She's wearing those fucking Cyclops sunglasses. Yeah, she's immunocompromised. She just, That's why, yeah, she just came out of surgery. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just sitting there, and they're just going back to their meal. You know, he's just proud of himself for fucking being mean to two women. Like, did, anyway, this guy's name is James Hillbrand. <laughs> he was an employee of Prudential, and then after she filmed the whole thing and put it up, and she has a lot of followers, yeah. so you fucked with the wrong Chinese girl. That's right. That's right. She put him on blast, doxed his ass. Not I don't I don't know about dox, but like put his ass on blast. And now he's fired mm -hmm. from Prudential, and he's a financial uh uh what is it called advisor? Yeah. Whatever planner mm -hmm. for rich people down in Newport Beach. Yeah. So I'm glad that that happened because other people's money got fucked because of this too. So it's not just about your life. It's about your fucking client's life. So you conservatives out there, if you're listening somehow, you got onto this channel, this podcast. <laughs> if you think you're that, being held captive. Like racism doesn't pay. It, think no, about it. it. I know it all you yes. care about is money. It will actively I know all you yes. care about is money. It will actively take away from your bottom line. Racism yes. at this point. Your base is yes. shrinking. Who do you think you're gonna have? You think Jeff Bezos is your guy? Yes. He don't like you. You're not a billionaire. If you are, if fuck you, are, you. If you are someone with clients, if you do something where you have clients, you're fucked. If you have, you're done. If you have, say goodbye. If you work for any big tech company, you're done. If you you're work done. for any retailer, you're done. <laughs> Bitch, you gone. The, I mean, I can only imagine the only people that would maybe be okay with this is like defense contractors. You know? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Northrop. Monster truck rally. Yeah, like Northrop Grumman might be chill with it. I don't know. Hobby Lobby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Natural gas fracker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm just trying to Even point natural out that, gas frackers are like dog that's fucked up yeah I mean that's what I'm saying it's like it's not good and also you should assume anyone under the age of 30 has more than a thousand friends online and if you do shit <laughs> if you yeah, do exactly. anything and you better believe anything. that one of those 1,000 people is sort of famous you know right. what I mean one of those 1,000 people might have 20,000 because famous people are following their regular friends yes their regular regular friends so you better believe that one of those people inside of their regular ass 1,000 people has over 300,000 
You better believe it. I have at I, I would say I have at most two famous people following me. Mm-hmm. And one of them is not even an account that she uses. Like her wow. team does it for her. You know what I mean? But she's got, so she like, got reach though, you know? I'm talking she about got followers, reach. followers, you know? Come for me, bitch. Oh, let me go to Newport Beach. Let me go to this blue water motherfucking grill and sit there with a rice hat on <laughs> and just bait this <laughs> rice hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Peter, you are ass. actually the problem. You're gonna put out. <laughs> Ooh, let me bait you to say something to me, bitch, and let me go live. You're gonna just go dress this. as a sushi roll. How role. funny would that be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be cradling a bat, and you're gonna be dressed as a sushi roll. Just my fat ass stuffed into a cheap how. <laughs> just. Let me let me just sit there in my Asian glory and just watch y'all come for me or try to like because they know that it's gonna be so extra they probably won't but just oh, i would love to do a bullet camera and yes. just like watch you know what i mean yes. and if people come out to me like what's going on and be like oh i heard in, this restaurant has racist so i just figured like i'll give them a head start i'm just you know what they say just own everything that the bullies can make fun of you with and then they can't bully you so here i am Peter, but I can also see you going off on one of these races and it actually turning around where you're so mean to them, people actually start to feel sorry. They're like, uh, cancel Korean gay men? <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait to go so far into a racist ass that I come out as the bully. That I come out as the fucking... It's rever- I'm going to start reverse racism. How about that? As, as a concept you're gonna start it's it? gonna start with me it's gonna start with me i mean it, it is kind of crazy like i mean we've talked about it on here and people who are um asian american have certainly felt it you know there's been an uptick in sort of like anti-asian american sentiment or what have you but it, i mean it's, it seems like it's i mean again it's there i feel like there's so many other things happening right now like yeah. you know in terms and I, and this has to be uh, a Newport Beach thing because not enough other things are happening there. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, and and this is just another, like, just going back to something we've we talked about last week. And I, and honestly, you guys, Unji Kim is going to probably talk about this every week leading up to the election. But we have to vote, <laughs> and it has. We to have be. to vote. And honestly, you know what yeah. I texted my mom? 선거 준비하자, 아자. And then she was like, she sent back yeah. a heart. Okay. Somehow, you know, I know you're all voting. Everyone who's listening is voting. Yes. Okay, I get it. You have it. your mail-in ba- ballot. You, you guys are ready. I'm going to call upon you like a book sending calls mm-hmm. upon his sheep. Yes. At an evangelical church. Do you want to save other people's lives or not? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get someone else to vote. Yes. Get a loved one to vote. Yes. Imagine this is your herbal life and there is a fortune to be made if people vote. This is Fabletics. Let this, this is be your the fa- pyramid this is, your, this is your Rodanid Fields. <laughs> this is your yes. Fabletics. This is your doTERRA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, actually, actually, wouldn't this be awesome if like Peter and I just revealed mm-hmm. that this is a multi-level marketing scheme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Voting is an MLM. <laughs> And it's true. Y'all bitches like that so much. Let's flip it. Yes. Let's use the fucking evil and for good. How about that? You know, people hate cults. Let's do let's it. Do let's it. make a cult out of voting. <laughs> All right. Let's kumbaya and be naked and grow on corn I for mean, voting. I just, if you want to listen to two people who are truly traumatized 
<laughs> go back and listen to the first, I would say, oh 10 God. episodes. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe not the first one. The sound is really bad. Yes, it's bad. It's a great app because you get to learn a lot about us. Yes, but yes. It's the sound, sound is horrible. Yeah. But I mean, you just listen to two people. It's like we're both <laughs> holding on to small pieces of driftwood and we just happen to see each other and start wildly waving and start going towards each other. We literally were in the water going, I mean, I just have such, I have recently been really reliving that trauma of 2016 mm-hmm. election and have mm-hmm. been, I will say the, uh, a couple of weeks ago when it start for, when we started in within the six weeks, I will say that I was sort of almost paralyzed with, with fear and anxiety. And now I am sort of moving into the, um, my classic Virgo, less organized vibe. And I think that's the only way you can push off this impending feeling of doom. Um, yeah. By being active. Yes. By being active yeah. and reaching out. And, and make sure that your, all your moksangnim, your emos. Do what you can. Yes. Do what you can. To change the world is such a huge thing. You don't have to change the world. You know how they always say in movies and shit, like, even one person can affect the entire world. You know, like... <laughs> That doesn't, that feels like crazy when you actually think about it, but it's because it spreads like a virus. We can do little things. We can be the corona of voting. There it it is. (laughs) We could be, this is the, we're the COVID of voting. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Kick Ass Koreans. フレンシングアトリックいや、いいんだよ。All right, we are back. Let's talk about kick-ass Koreans. Key! Okay, today is, but tomorrow when this actually happens, I guess it won't be, but today is uh, Bi Visibility Day nationally or whatever. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Happy Bi Visibility Day. And um, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I literally just looked up bisexual Korean people, and uh, Uh there's (gasps) one name that came up. What a great Google. (laughs) She came out and. One name came up? No way. One game came up. And. uh, Oh, God. It's uh, Somhain. She was like a K-pop. She was on a K-pop idol. And it, like in 2019 basically came out. So it was last year. And she, okay. there was like a lot of speculation about why she had quit. She was like really a fan favorite. Um, but mm. she like took a picture of her and a girlfriend. Like kind of was like, this is my girlfriend. And <gasps> oh. yes, um, they did recently break up. But like her last post on her Insta oh. is like her a picture. And the caption is um, gay. <laughs> uh, G-A-Y? Yes. Or in Korean? No. Okay. G-A-Y. Just gay. <laughs> yes. <period. laughs> I 
love that. I do too. Um, and it's like just the increasing differences. I mean, just in terms of bisexuality, like hmm. as as there are way more as different types of people come out and present and give. I mean, the same thing with Asian American. Like representation and all of its plurality is what creates a nuanced understanding of people. You know, no person. We want people to think about everyone the way they think about white people, which is you can't judge a book I cover, right? They're like, what do I know? He's like, you know, I don't know him really well. But most people, because of with minorities, assume a great deal. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of the fun with being naming out Karens and, you know, it's just yeah. like it's because we sort of get to reflect back to the larger culture, the same shit that happens to us. Exactly. And that's, that's and exactly. it's that. There's like automatic assumptions about shit, you know? Like whenever mm-hmm. I see a white bitch with a scarf, I do assume, you know, a whole host of things. <laughs> yeah, she loves to dial 911. <laughs> <laughs> and she loves, she wants to speak to a manager. And the thing is, like, yeah. that, but that's what, that is what's happening. And I've, I've had so many conversations with like white people that have, like, feel like uneasy about that. And I'm just like, this is not your lane. And welcome to the party, exactly. bitch. Exactly. Is welcome Fuck. to the party. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll post her Instagram. She's very cute. I just that was the only bisexual Korean I had. Unless you want to follow me, please. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and not following on G, you're missing yeah. out. <laughs> um, all right. So my kick-ass Korean today is Sam Kim at this is Sam Kim. I can't believe we haven't done him yet. I know, um, I know. But he is. Uh, he was born in Flushing, like me, and uh, he uh, was recently announced as a new video and coaching coordinator for the Toronto Maple Leafs yes. in the NHL. Yes, it was a huge now, deal. Now that's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, there's only been one other Korean in the NHL. Mm-hmm. His name is something Peck, a Jim Beck, I think, um, who he uh, followed and he was like a huge fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, he's. Sam Kim is 35. He fell in love with hockey as a kid growing up in New York. Uh, we have two teams in New York, Islanders and uh, Rangers. Rangers yeah. And he was, he did every job possible. He was like, that, that was his dream to be in the NHL. You know, as a Korean kid, to even think about sports as a thing is such a huge step outside of Yeah, and NHL is even worse because it has so many, it's like lacrosse. There's so much equipment. So it's like only rich. So much yeah. equipment. Only rich white kids yeah. or like kids in the like uh, Uber North. Yes. where there's literally nothing else yes. to put money in, yes. you know? Yes. And, you know, uh, Koreans are not known for hockey. It's a rough sport. It's kind of like meat heady. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Koreans are on the ice. We're known for the fucking speed skating. That's our thing. You know what I mean? We're known, so, for, we're, we're known for accuracy and speed. And, um, and grace. And grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sora. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I saw it from golf and like archery. It's like things like that that are like more precision, accuracy, stuff like that. Precision, yeah. yeah. So, what a cool thing to dream of. It must be so hard. Um, he took many steps in between. Uh, he earned economics degree in Boston College cool. and then did some video work for the school's hockey team. And he did end up on the NHL in 2007 as an intern for the New York Islanders hometown. And then the coolest thing, he was a mascot for the Islanders. He played Sparky the Dragon. Oh, my God. This guy <laughs> so loves ever fucking went to hockey. An game, this guy really fucking, fucking loves, loves hockey. hockey. <laughs> he was like, I'll do it. I'll do anything. I'll be the fucking mascot. And then um, he became a uh, the video coach for the South Korean men's national team at the 2018 Winter Olympics. Oh right, so he's, he's had a storied career, 
And um, yeah, this guy's just cool and young and hot. And now he's working for the Toronto Maple Leafs, a major franchise in the NHL. So kudos to him. Follow him at This Is Sam Kim and give him all your love. That bitch dreamed out loud. He dreamed out loud and he did it. Yeah. He done did it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening again. We love you guys. There's a lot going on in the streets. Yeah. And, you know. Stay it, safe. Stay and woke. And in the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and stay witching. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.